welcome to the Love Mish podcast. I am your host, Mish. There are a billion people in the world, and I'm just one of them. And welcome to my podcast, where I share my thoughts, opinions, and ramblings, and sometimes I'll have guests, and no subject is off limit. So let the conversation begin. Mimi, go Mimi. It's the Misha podcast. Hey, go Mimi, go Mimi. Thanks a billion for listening. You can reach me on other social media platforms at www.linktr.ee forward slash L-U-V dot M-E-E-S-H. I hope you have a better than great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Mwah. Bye. Go Mimi. It's the Misha Podcast. Hey. Go Mimi. Go Mimi. Hey loves, and welcome to another episode of Love Mish Podcast. We have a special guest today, my new baby girl, Cat Luna. She is right up under me, so you may hear her scratching, purring, and she just will not leave my side. Um, so you have been warned. So today's episode is about... Okay, so a while back, I remember posting on my social media, like, is it just me or has your period been, you know, a little different, a little strange? Now, ever since we were what, you know, when we were little girls, we used to write down our cycles. Now we have these amazing phones. We have apps. And my app has never missed a beat. Never. If it say it's going to come on on the first, it's on on the first. If it say it's going to be the 30th, it's the 30th. If it's going to say the 40th, I mean, I'm sorry, the second, it's going to be the second. Like, it has never um, missed a beat. Luna trying to take the phone from me. But all of a sudden, I remember earlier, it, it was earlier this year. It was like five days late. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm telling my sister, I'm like, uh what is going on like i'm getting nervous and stuff like okay you know let me go look at the calendar and see what's going on around this time um like five days ago or whatever and everybody was posting like no it's not you it's definitely been strange some people was cramping more some people was bleeding more some people um you know there's had been missing and of course as women we know when you hang around certain women of course your cycle can mimic who you're around so at one point in time my cycle had synced with my best friends and at another point in time it had synced with my other best friend's daughter and i just took those as okay you know i'm just hanging around these people and it's thinking but sometimes it was out of whack when i wasn't with anyone i was just by myself and it was just so random and so strange and here recently i have just been extremely fatigued now i used to get cramps get cramps anymore but i have extreme fatigue like like if a vampire was to suck my blood i would be drained it almost when i say drain i want you to imagine that like something sucking your energy to where you're drained like why am i fucking drained and like i had signed up for overtime and i was telling my boss like look count for the overtime you know you know i'm sad can't even get out i'm already working from home i can't even roll over and sit up at the damn laptop i'm just tired just drained and that has never been a pattern for me for my cycle because on this app that i use um I'll tell you the name 
It's called flow. You can like put what your symptoms are. Are you cramping? This, that, the other. You can even write notes. And I remember putting like fatigue and looking back, I've never put fatigue. Like what the fuck is fatigue? Like I've always, like when I wake up in the morning, it's like, thank you Lord for another day. Like I'm like, I'm ready for that day. I might not want to go to work or do this or the other, but I'm up, you know, everything's functioning. I'm lively, you know, I'm ready you know, I might be hungry or whatever, and it might be a little cranky, might need to go get something to eat. But anyways, getting back to the cycle. So when I saw other people posting about that, and I'm in so many groups. I'm in spiritual groups. I'm in, um, you know, single groups. I'm in um, sexuality groups. I mean, you name it. I have so many groups on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. I'm just into a lot of things. So I was seeing, like, other people mention about their cycles, too. So I'm like, okay, it's not just me. This is fucking worldwide what is affecting not my cycle everybody's fucking cycle so i didn't pay no mind and around this time people are getting the vaccines but i hadn't heard anything about it like okay great you know i'm tired of wearing a fucking mask like, i had stopped wearing a mask like fuck it at this point i had got really really sick i figured it was although i took the test and it said not covid now that i look back it probably was fucking covid because i did the blood test and that looks to see if you had any previous antibodies of COVID and that was a no but it didn't tell me if I had it like right then that's when you have to do the nasal swab or whatever is what I found out recently so whatever you know it was really hard to breathe I had this mucus for like over a month it was just it was it was horrible because like goddamn you know a cold is like a week stretch that out for four weeks and you're fucking over it you try to spin up you know, it's hard to breathe. You know, you just, you're just ready for that shit to be over with. Um, and I'm just impatient. So, my impatience times 10 is what that COVID felt like. Like, I don't know what everybody other symptoms were. I could smell, I could taste, I can eat, all that other stuff. It was just, I don't know. Like, I know I need to beef up on my immune. I know I had, to, I had stopped taking my vitamin C. I had, because um, I ran out of those pills, 1,000 milligrams a day. My hat ran out of collodial silver, you know, had been partying more, had been drinking more. And I don't really drink a lot. My alcohol went up. So, you know, I take a lot. I blame myself for being susceptible to catching something because I know I had slipped on my holistic, you know, upkeep. Uh, anyway, so I listened to the hood healer. That's my auntie, my spiritual auntie. I got a couple of them. I got one online. I got Sharita, who's here locally in Jacksonville. And if you know me, I've already paid for your reading and shot you her information because I care about my people. And um, my other spiritual boo, Nikayla, with Mommy and Me Massage Therapy. She's been helping me with my um, fertility massage. And she does Reiki and crystals, and she made all my waist beads and stuff. Um, and she, and little do they know, when Mama Bear has her baby, um, I'm not going to the fucking hospital. I'm going to have my baby at home. Um, they both are going to assist me on my journey. And I'm going to have so many questions for them because they are mothers on the holistic path. And I don't really know any other moms that are holistic. Everybody's putting their babies on formulas, giving them shots, da 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 I take that back. And my friend, Marion. I remember when she had Mikey, she did not go to the hospital. She did not get shots and stuff. So he's like a pure breed. Like, she was like, fuck it. And that's how I want to be. Like, I'm not, I don't even think I'm going to be going to my appointments. It's like, I just don't fucking trust them. But anyways, so the name of this podcast, <laughs> the name of this podcast is um, 
the RNA, um, weird periods, and the jab. So on social media, they can't even say coronavirus vaccine because they're they'll take down your shit. And this is one this is one thing in life. If you can openly say something like "I'm gay," "I love women," and you don't have to hide it, it's the truth. The moment it has to be top secret, you don't have clearance, yada yada yada. It's a, it's like what the fuck are you hiding? What like what's the big deal? Like I don't understand. My sister just sent me an article, and she was like, um, "Hackers just told the police if y'all don't wire X amount of dollars to this bank account, we're gonna expose this information to the public." And I said. And this is when we, because we be talking about Anunnaki and all this other stuff that I've been learning about. So, your girl is getting deep. And then all of a sudden, she saw that. And I was like, you know, you know, they, they probably watching us at this point. You know, they, they filter what we text and what we say. You know, these phones are recording and, and video, not only video recording, but voice recording at all times, whether you know it or not. And now they're watching the different sites that you go on. Anyway, it's a government device to keep tabs on. It's a, a fucking surveillance system. Um, if you see the show Snowden, he didn't even want to have the phones or his wife to have the phones or camera because he knew what the fuck was up. But anyways, and um, so I was like, yeah, you know, they're watching us. But I was telling her, like, what is there to hide? Like, why? number one, why would you pay criminals? What is so important that you're going to pay criminals not to be released to the public? Like, like at this point. Y'all already told us y'all have a space team, so we know that there's other forces out there because you have a space military to what? Fight other entities? We're not fucking dumb. We have United States Army to fight what? Other nationalities. So that's the same thing that y'all fucking doing in space. So um, I'm like, okay, so what else is there to hide? Like, I don't think there's any other secrets that they can expose. Well, I guess it depends on how much you've researched because I saw pictures of giants that the military hunt and shoot down where the fuck are they living because i haven't seen a, a giant walking around here i haven't seen that shit in the news but the military people are standing in front of the beast of the giant that they shot down okay and we know that giants are real because it's in the fucking bible hello and then um I saw pictures of like bigfoot or like hairy beasts and then we know that in the middle of the earth you know apparently there's an, another ecosystem of, like, vegetation, almost like fucking uh, Jurassic Park, so to speak. And Iceland is a whole nother area that they got. Um, all the nation, all the nations have a treaty there, but me and you can't fucking go there. That shit is off limits. So it's something there too. So, anyways, I wanted to bring light to my auntie hood healer. She was like, she started posting these videos, and I didn't know, y'all. I'm still out partying, drinking, ha, 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 whatever. You know, fuck coronavirus at this point. I, you know, I believe in my herbs. But she was posting, like, periods. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. She was posting, like, um, people having miscarriages and fertility and women and men. Now, I've already had an eptopic pregnancy. I've already lost three babies. Not one, not two, but three. An eptopic pregnancy and two miscarriages. When I had my eptopic pregnancy, the doctor said, we'll try to save your baby. And if we can't, we're going to have to take the baby and your tube. We all know that the tube helps the egg 
get to the freaking uterus. So I'm already down to one. So that means my chances of having a family are already down to 50%. Plus, after you have surgery, there could be scar tissue, which I'm dealing with that, with the tube that I do have. So I am taking, you know, different teas and different herbs and different vitamins and stuff. And sometimes that's why I hesitate to drink because I know, you know, I'm taking these vitamins and different things like that to prepare my body for when it is time. Because I, you know, I do want a family at this point in life. You know, I'm just waiting on my mate, but I don't want to have a mate and then start this process. So I'm actually starting the process now. So when I do happen to bump into him, you know, whoop de whoop, we won't have to start then because I've already been doing the work now. So that's just my particular journey. And so sometimes when I drink, I'm like, shit, you know, I'm taking these vitamins. Like, what is, is this counteracting, you know, what I'm doing? And also when you look into fertility, they say stop drinking, um, stop smoking anyway. So I'm already about to do a full cleanse on that just because that's, you know, that's the stage that I'm ready for in my life. So everybody's situation is completely fucking different. You might be okay with COVID, but Sister Mary over here have COPD, which is um, complications with breathing and the lungs. She might not fuck with COVID on the same level as you. Because what? You're healthy and obviously she's not. Okay, so of course if I hear the fuck, this shit is messing with your period. It's making men and women um, have... Fertility issues and miscarriages, fuck that. Shut, shut all this shit down. Like, if you know me, you know I love kids. You know I cannot wait to start my fucking family. Um, even though it hasn't started yet, that's still something that I aspire. And I don't want to intentionally do things that could eliminate that possibility. Like, I would love to have my own child before I have to go get somebody's egg or sperm and or adopt. Like, I would like to to successfully do this on my own so i continue to look at her thing and, and it didn't scare me because you know it's not a fear thing it's just a wisdom thing i've never drunk bleach in my life but i was taught you know don't drink bleach even wear gloves when you're cleaning you know be careful not to put too much in the sink while you're washing dishes you know be move it from your eyes wash your hands when you're done you know don't drink it like as a grown-ass motherfucking adult, 33 years old, I don't have to say, I wonder what will happen if I drink bleach and fucking drink it just to figure out that it's harmful. No, I can listen to advice from people around me. I can read the fucking labels and with my own interpretation, be like, I'm not fucking finna drink bleach. So that's how I look at a lot of stuff. Like some people... They, they have to hear it from a doctor. They have to hear it on the news. They have to, you know, da 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 Like, you have a whole fucking computer in your hand. We spend so much time looking at foolish TV sometimes. It's like, when was the last time you researched something? What have you learned new? Like, and, and maybe it's just me because I know my path is knowledge and education. So, I'm not going to put that on everybody, but damn. You mean to tell me that you hear that there's a possibility that people who get vaccinated are shedding and this shit is affecting people who have not been vaccinated and it could affect your fertility? Now, a lot of people around me, they've had their kids and they're probably fucking done. But I'm not in that boat at fucking all. I haven't started yet. So my viewpoint is going to be completely different for yours. When I tell you I shut everything fucking down, I'm not going to the gym with my cousin. I'm not really leaving the house. 
Uh, my mom, my parents have been vaccinated. I'm not going over there. And as I think back, what well, my sister, when this shit first started, she stayed home. She stayed fucking home. And I was like, oh my God, like you still have to live. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you're going to be a in-house. Now, you know, as new stuff come out, you you kind of understand, like, it's, it, it truly is better to be safe than sorry. Now, God forbid, as we're going through this process, we don't know what the, what the side effects will be until later. I'm going to give you an example. Cigarettes were A-okay. Everybody was doing it. Celebrities, Hollywood, regular people. Uh, the Cowboys was what? Um, eating it snuff or whatever like it was a-okay and then what years fucking later it causes cancer oh now you gotta go get um now you gotta go get cancer chemo treatment oh people are dying yada 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 but 10 years later while all these companies was striking rich in their bank accounts you were setting yourself up for failure 10 10 years later little did you know so that's how you know hindsight is 50 50 and that's how i look at a lot of things like history truly does repeat itself you mean to tell me that they know that this shot is 100 percent okay you mean to tell me that they haven't heard whispers of you know shedding and infertility and they're not even fucking addressing it how about you come up with another thing to try to combat that no you don't give a fuck because you're getting money from everybody everybody's insurance policies have updated to be like oh we covered the covid this and we've covered it's all a fucking plot for money and it's at your expense because we all live for what right now and a lot of people will say oh i'll worry about that when it comes I, to me, I think that's selfish, and I don't even have kids. If you have a family, I think that is selfish as fuck. My friend grew up without her mom. My parent, my dad grew up without his mom. My mom grew up without her dad. And even though their other parent was there, or well, for my dad, his brother kind of stepped in. But my dad had to be a stronger person because his parents weren't there. My I, Luna, get your ass down. I'm not playing with you. She keep hopping up there and I got that candle burning. Um, You heard me. I- <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What when I yell at her, she ran away so fast. I have to record this one day. I'm going to put this shit up. Y'all say, oh my God. You know how, um, like if you tell a kid stop and they drop so fast and they might kick a screen. Well, she look at you and it should just take off running the opposite way like a little attitude. That shit is so funny to me. She done done this shit twice now or twice that I've noticed. Well, anyways, because I told her no. So getting back into, uh, getting back to it. Some people say they what? They live for now and they don't think about what could happen 10 years for later. Me personally, I think that's selfish. Um, the point that I was getting to is, especially my best friend, to see someone raised without their parent. Like, you really don't understand how much you need your parent unless they're not there. And that's not a testimony that all of us have. But everything, every single thing that you do affects what? Your family. Um and it's not just your kids. You have mom, dad, sister, brother, auntie, uncle. At funerals, everybody's crying. Not just the kids. 
So with you making choices that could in your life prematurely to me that's selfish but at the end of the day i have to remember it's, it's your free will and if you want to sacrifice your happiness now for the for sake of later that's that is 100 your choice it's just not a choice i want to make um i went vegan for that very reason when i saw the documentaries on how harmful the food is to your body it's just like that's like somebody telling me don't eat the rat poison, but you're going to put barbecue sauce on it, put it on some french fries and fried or whatever. You know, just make, just dress it up pretty. And I know it's so good, but somebody told me it's rat poison. I'm going to keep eating. Like, it just, it, stuff like that just does not make sense to me. So, it's like when you know better, you have to do better. And, and I'm not perfect. I'm not doing all the way better. I still need to get the reusable bags to go to the grocery store so I can stop using the plastic. I, my um bamboo toothbrush done went bad and I went to Dollar Tree and got some plastic toothbrush so I know I need to order some more you know bamboo in this apartment we just have trash it's not recycled so it's not like I'm recycling you know so I'm not perfect but I do want to everything that I can affect or touch I do want my fingerprint to be better like I think um you have to take care of your personal body but you also have to take care of your surroundings including mother earth and the animals and nature and stuff like i just think we just have become so selfish so all of this plastic that we use it's just sitting in the fucking ocean and if you see spiracy is out now and if you just see loads of trash sitting there but because it's not affecting you you don't give a fuck what you don't realize is because plastic is non-biodegradable it, it will never ever ever decompose ever it just breaks down into smaller particles and what the crumb snatchers at the bottom of the ocean are going to eat it and what's going to eat them and what's going to eat them and what's going to eat them and you eventually going to eat that so what it's in you you're hurting your own fucking self you know what as I'm working on my third eye, and this has nothing to do with the podcast, so I'm sorry. It's got to be for somebody because this definitely was a message for me. Everything that happens is like a mirror for you. Every fucking experience. So if you, if you like for me, and it's, it's an awakening for me. Like when I'm driving and somebody in front of me is going slow and I'm like, boom, get out of the fucking way. I'm going to be late. And I speed around them and I'm like, Arr! that is a fucking mirror for me bitch get up earlier so that you could take your time get into work and you won't be stressed the fuck out and you won't be aggravating other people around you because of what your lack of getting up early your lack of time management basically so that so me getting mad at someone else had nothing to do with them it was 100 me it's like <laughs> life is so funny and different things that trigger you like if like if, um, and I don't know what, like people was telling me this, like everything is a mirror, mirror and I just didn't get it, but I got, but I have it now. Like if someone, even hurtful stuff with someone, if, if there was heartbreak or something didn't go well, yes, you can point out things that they did wrong. Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. But the point of the matter is when you point a finger at someone else, you have three fingers pointing back at you. So you did that one thing that I cannot stand but let's look at the three things that I can't stand about my own damn self. One, I probably shouldn't allow you to do that. Two, I probably shouldn't allow that. And three, I probably shouldn't allow that. So I, 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 I'm the reason that I'm mad at you. So, and and I, I have noticed that because it'd be like, it's not you. Because I really, when I say I don't give a fuck, I really don't give a fuck. I give a fuck about me. 
So maybe I am selfish. And he'd be like, damn, you knew better. Or damn, you, 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 you didn't listen. Or damn, I tried to tell you, like talking to my inner self. And when it, when it does come to pass, it just be like, bitch, I told you. So it really be me mad at me extremely mad at me and and it's nothing more frustrated in the world than to be mad at your own damn self that now that's the shit right there it's and you're mad at the other person for making you mad at you but you're really mad at you so anyways getting back getting back to the to hood healer so i ha- i actually she had people not just her people was commenting y'all like um yeah this and yeah that and yeah this and yeah that so she got receipts and i know y'all like oh my god you should just listen to anything like people just tell me oh you believe anything this that other and i honestly be like and you don't research or believe anything like what what exactly do you do you know what i mean so i don't know i just try to stay away from it because i haven't learned how to control my anger yet which is one of my strongest emotions i do have a book on anger management so i just try to to not people think i'm quiet it's not that i'm quiet it's that i'm extremely aggressive and i don't like to take it there so in order to not take it there i'm quiet because i know the other side of taking it there for example i remember me and my sisters got in this big argument and we all did not give a complete fuck like that must run in the family I said what I said, it was true. She said what she said, it was true. She said what she said, it was true. Like, everyone showed their true fucking self. And although it was true, it was hurtful. It ruined relationships. And we all did not speak for two years. Two fucking years. So I have come to realize, it's taken a long time, y'all, that you could be 1,000% right. But if it's going to jeopardize a relationship, it's better to try to address it in a less calm way, not address it at all or something. Because it's like, I I value this relationship more than how I feel and tearing you the fuck down. Because this mouth is brutal. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm nice, but bitch. But bitch. Okay. Um... And I get quiet and I shut down and I'm in my shell. And it's just because I don't know how to do it the right way. I only know how to do it the wrong way. But I've already experienced what happens when you do it the wrong way. So I'm just kind of stuck right now. So I'm still in that limbo mode trying to figure it out. Like I've learned that you have to save relationships. But I haven't learned. So, but but then that person ends up being okay and I'm sitting here tense and uh, because I didn't really get to express myself. I'm still figuring out how to express myself in a peaceful, calm way, maybe with love and respect. Because when I'm mad, it's just, it's just straight mad. But anyways, I want to read some of the things because it's not a fear tactic. It's a common sense tactic. And I've learned that I'm always ahead of the curve. Before there was a LinkedIn, I had LinkedIn. I was telling everybody, why you got all them websites on there? Just make you a LinkedIn. Put all your websites on there. Shit is free. Now look on everybody's page. Don't you see a goddamn LinkedIn? Okay, 
I remember I had um, OnlyFans and Patreon. Why the fuck are y'all models, fine as fuck, shaking ass, all this other shit, doing that for free when you can make an account and get paid for everybody that signs up? I cannot tell you how many people pages I went on. And when I tell y'all, I be messages these celebrities. Like, sign up with a Patreon. Sign up with a LinkedIn. You should write a book. You should do t-shirts. You should do that. Like, when I tell y'all I'm a sharer, I literally am. It isn't always about money. I think I plant little seeds. And I just smile when I see that person grow and be successful. It's a lot of singers and rappers that I follow. And I be like, oh, keep it up. You're doing good. And they become popular. And I'm like, wow, you know, I remember, you know, I remember those beginnings. I'm always, and maybe that's my cardinal signs. I'm always at the beginning. And it takes so long for people to catch up. It's so fucking frustrating. Um, another thing I remember, I was telling my mom, we need to recycle, you know, the planet, the earth, mother nature. Ain't nobody doing all that. Now she the main one. I, I, I put the bottles over there. We got recycling. And just think back. It was just garbage cans. Now, in front of people's houses, they have a garbage can and a recycling can. Now, in people's apartments, they have garbage and recycling. I'm about to tell my office they need to get recycling out here because they don't. One of my other apartments did, but I see this one does not because we all have to do our part. But anyways, I just always be ahead. I'd be like, we need to do this, we need to do that. And then years later, it finally happened. And I just, at that point, I'm rolling my eyes like, been there and done that. So that's just kind of stressful, the world that I live in anyways. So you guys will hear about it, but just know, damn, Mish, Mish tried to tell us. So here's one of them. A child's babysitter took the popular poke. That's what they call it because they don't want their shit to get shut down. The child is now bleeding from her girl parts. The doctors can't find no medical reason for the bleeding. Based on previous posts, we are assuming the bleeding is from the interaction with the babysitter. Is there a remedy that can help? Um, I've tried Arnica. It didn't help. From a homopathic group that we are in. This is from Health Freedom Florida 2.0. And... This one lady, is because it's going to be a part two, because I have doctors on here because I don't want y'all, you don't want to hear from me, you're going to hear from people that have fucking degrees. Maybe you'll listen to them. But feels and feels underscore and dreams, she had this on her page. And I have a couple of them. And the other one says, this is all interesting. I've had different cycles for the past two months. Very light, spotting for several days before the cycle starts and also longer, heavier bleeding. Not just a bleeding issue. I had my period twice last month. Bitch, I will faint. Yesterday at work, I was around. They even put the little germ in a shot because they're so afraid to say it. That they shit going to get shut down. Um, so basically, she means the vaccine. I've basically been around people that have got the vaccin vaccinated patients and coworkers. I've experienced palpitations. Now, that's fucking with her heart. Shortness of breath, severe headaches, fatigue, abdominal cramp cramping, joint pain. I feel like I'm coming down with something now. And I'm off from, and when I'm off from work, now that I'm off from work, I feel fine. Now, I haven't seen that before. So, when she's in direct contact with these people, she has all these symptoms. And when she gets home, she's fine. Like, what the fuck? Somebody else said, I've been experiencing palpitations more often. I didn't even think about when they started until now. This shit is scary. Um, I'm on a, I'm on three days of terrible vertigo. where normally I can just fix it on my own right away. So normal remedies aren't even working anymore. Uh, the, the vaccine people are contagious. I don't know how long they'll be contagious. I also get brain fog. That's what someone else is saying. Someone else said it could absolutely be the jab. 
Many, many people are having bleeding, cycle, hormonal issues after being around those recently jabbed. They have no idea how you would fix it after it happened. And short of isolation from everyone who... Short of isolation, this is where I'm at. Short of isolation from everyone whose jab, jab status you are not privy to how to avoid it. I don't know what herbs I can take. I don't know what else the fuck I can do. But isolate myself. And I still, like my sister, she gives me food stamps. Thank God. Blessings to you, boo. I really appreciate it. So I'm able to grow, um, order groceries online. And I haven't gone to the store yet, but it's going to be time to go soon. And I just may want to go really, really early so that there's no one in there. Like, I don't, I usually go to the store. I don't have on my mask. I'm, like, right next to the people. Like, I, I just literally just not give a fuck anymore. But now it's like, damn, I don't even know. And it's not like you can go around saying, you have the shot. Did you get the shot? Did you get the shot? And they might be honest and they might not. And then also, who have you been around that got the shot that you may or may not know? So it's like, whoever made this. They're fucking brilliant. If you wanted to eradicate the planet and you know some people would take the virus vaccine and some people wouldn't and you made it to where that shit is hopping, it's going to eventually hop to everyone. It's fucking brilliant. The world is overpopulated. We don't have enough food. We aren't dying fast enough. And I want to tell you this. Put this in your mind. My grandmother is 77. My parents are 40. No, hell no, not in the damn 40. 50, I'm gonna be 54. 54. My dad's 54, my mom's finna turn 54. She's 53 right now. Her birthday's on in June. Our parents are dying and the seniors are still alive. For some reason, whatever those the parents were eating and food and this, that, other, it's wiping them out a lot faster. Our parents are dying in their 40s and 50s. That last generation, they they kicking it, 70s and 100s. So they already figured out how to, to kill us faster, but shit, apparently that's not fast enough. It's like, do people pay attention to this stuff? I'm going to die one day, granted. There's nothing that I can do about it. But I'm not going to speed that shit up. I most definitely not. That's like being in a burning car and adding gasoline on it. No. If it's a little fire, I might can survive. But you pour gasoline on that shit, I'm definitely dead. Like, I just, I don't know. I just be feeling so alone in this world. So, I dropped a gift off to my cousin's house. I didn't go in. Um, I'm not going to a trip that I had planned and paid for in Miami. I'm not going. Um, I haven't. I usually, you know, hang out. Do crab nights, do parties and this stuff. I haven't been going out. Like, this is serious to me. And I think this affects me a little more than maybe other people. I'm not scared, but it just freaks me the fuck out. And I'm mad because social media has become more informational than the damn news like we're really supposed to rely on the news to give us informed information from doctors and stuff but since they want to hold information from us they're putting it online and what do they do to these people delete their pages if it wasn't true why are you deleting it if it wasn't true why are you deleting it i just don't understand anything that jeopardizes your agenda you have to stop let's be honest 
If I tell people you don't have to pay $300 for somebody to do your taxes, go on TurboTax and do them for free. Oh, I'm going to be your competition. You're going to shut me down because you're trying to make that money or you're you're not, your business isn't going to make money. Let's just think about it logically. So that's where I'm at. She said, we have no way of fixing it short of isolation from everyone whose jab status you are not privy to and how to avoid it. My fucking parents have vaccines and I haven't been over there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm at. I'm just like, Lord, you know, I got activated charcoal. I'm like, should I take the charcoal? Like, I I am a people person, so I don't want to be alone forever. But I just don't fucking know. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And why isn't anyone talking about this? It would make me so comfortable if they were to get on the news and say, hey, you know, we've noticed that people who are vaccinated, this is what it's causing. So we're going to um, administer this to protect you. That would be like, okay. So they know there's a little fuck up here and this is their, you know, solution. I would appreciate that. But you know your shit is faulty and you're still administering it. I don't I don't fucking understand that. Because last time I checked, we all get them recall notices on them cars. I have a car sitting out there right now with a damn recall on it. So when you wrong, you have to fix your wrong. Like you can't just whoop-de-doo like that shit is okay. Wanna know why? Because the car companies can get sued like a mug. Vaccines, you can never, ever, ever, ever sue for a vaccine. They're protected. It's all on you. And maybe because it's voluntary, no one forced you to do it. Oh, I get it now. That shit is voluntary. And because it's voluntary, who do you blame but yourself? I most definitely get it now. But it's still leery. Like, even if, if I was in the industry of making vaccines and I knew that that was one of the side effects, I would have to go back to drawing board. Like, there's no way I would want to inject that into anyone, let alone myself or my kids. And this is a bigger picture. When you take vaccines, I wonder clips, you're going to hear it. I saw a picture with a mother and she was pregnant. And in her belly, they drew a picture of the baby. So you not only could you see the mom, you could also see the baby in her belly. Inside of that baby, it, of course it was a girl, you saw the baby in her ovaries. So that's three generations. Most things that you do, it goes out for three generations. So whatever my grandmother did, it was passed to my mother and it was passed to me. The things that I'm doing right now are going to affect me and my kids and my kids' kids. Three generations. It even speaks about that in the Bible. First, second, and third generations. Blessings and curses is going to be what? First, second, and third generation. So it's not so much that I'm being selfish. I'm thinking about my lineage. My, my kids and my grandkids. And if you can't be selfish over that, then I don't know what the fuck to say. Here's something else. I struggle to understand why many other people who are outraged that our environment and food are being poisoned by synth- synthetic chemicals made by corrupt companies believe that the best way to ensure human health is the delivery of synthetic chemicals made by corrupt companies. What the fuck? Another one says, tell me this. Who profits from you being healthy? You do. Who profits from you being ill? Pharma companies and the medical industrial complex. Here's another one. Why are people who speak out against the pollution of our bodies from chemicals in food, water, pharmaceuticals, and etc. called crazy conspiracy theorists, while people who speak out against the pollution of the environment are called heroes and activists. There is no difference. I agree 1000%. So I have a couple more clips to play, but this one was probably long enough. 
Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit of what I've learned and in, in the world that I'm in. If you want to check her out, her name is Hood Healer. She will always show her shit. They be trying to shut her down, so she is on OnlyFans. So yes, OnlyFans is not just about news or porn or whatever. It's literally whatever information you want to put on shit. I could start on OnlyFans for this and put my damn podcast on there. But the world is moving to paid. I'm gonna tell you this too. The world is moving to paid. A lot of things have been free, 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 free. We have not appreciated. The next, the next step. The next phase in life is going to be pay. Y'all been seeing these YouTube commercials for years now. Sign up for YouTube. Pay for YouTube. As, at one point, it's not going to be a fucking trial. You either paying or you're not watching that shit. Just like Hulu and Netflix and all that other stuff. So we all going to be signing up for damn YouTube and logging into each other account because it's coming. Everything is going to be paid. Tell you this. And I might, I have to look up what my gift is because I know it's a gift now. I told my mom, mom, we need to put stock in internet because internet is going to be number one. People's not going to be paying for cable. They're going to be paying for internet. I said, mom, look, internet is in the house. Internet is at work. Internet is in your car. It's like everything will fucking shut down without the internet. My, my parents have a brand new refrigerator. It's beautiful. I love it. I want it. You can see through it. When you go grocery shopping, they show your refrigerator and all this other stuff. She doesn't want to use the uh, internet aspect of it, but I would. But my point being is the fucking refrigerator uses the internet. Now they have whole homes where you can open your door, lock your door. All of that is internet. I saw that. I saw that. It was before my time. Sometimes I feel like I'm from the future and I came back. And I'm like, why the fuck did I come back? Like, I appreciate technology so much that I sacrificed advanced technology to come back. Why? Like, I still haven't figured that out. Like, oh. Everything just be so slow, and I just feel like, come on, I remember looking at color TV, like, why is this shit, why is this shit black and white? I could not wait for the TV, why is this shit still black and white? Why are we looking at this old, I remember the TV show, Mommy used to do it, Cheers, why are we looking at this old-ass TV show? I just always felt ahead of my time, I always felt ahead, and, um, then when we got the color TV, I'm like, why is we using the big TV, like, why isn't it flat? Like, you know, then remember, okay, here's another thing. So remember the cartoon, um, Inspector Gadget, da 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 Remember he had that watch, y'all? He had the fucking Apple Watch. Okay. Okay, y'all. And I always used to look at Jetsons. We're supposed to be living Jetsons right now. You can't, they don't just pull this shit out of their ass or their imagination. You see stuff, you read Everything that exists is already here. You can either pull it and bring it in different times and stuff like that, but it's, it, it already is. What is, is, is already is. You just need to pull it into different time frames. So they have hovering Hummers, hovering military tanks. You cannot tell me ain't no flying car. I don't know if they have to get these cameras right. I don't know if we have to have all got to go to school again and do driver's ed. I mean, I don't know what the holdup is, but we should definitely have driving cars. And I love the Tesla car. I hope I can put my hand, get my hands on one, but they're so pricey, y'all. I love everything about the Tesla car, but we should be using um, solar panels more. It need to be on every single house and every apartment complex, but no, it's going to be cutting into JEA pockets. These cars should be um, not just electric, fuck electric, because that's handing somebody else your money. These cars should be solar. 
why are we driving around in solar sun sun fueled cars sun efi- sun efficient homes like oh i just hate that we are capitalizing on income when we could be making life easier for everyone your bills could be cut in half because what you're using the sun for most of your energy and then when that is dried up now you're relying on the city for their energy resources okay you're using the sun's energy to fuel your car now when that dries up you're going to the gas station to get gas now they're just greedy and they want it all instead of making it better for everyone but anyway it'll come i'm just i'm just ahead of my fucking time I've just come accustomed to it. America is asleep right now, so let me try to come wake y'all up a little bit. Good morning. Wear your mask. Get the vaccine. You're saving lives. Let's restore the world. In less than a year, you were whipped into submission. You were told when you could leave your house, how much food you could buy. You were given rations on water and essential care. You were told not to go to church, not to see your family. They took the gyms away from you, then told you that you couldn't go to the parks, the trails, or the playgrounds. Yet, the largest corporations like Walmart and Amazon remained open. You got permission to grocery shop with 1,200 other people, but not attend a funeral of 50. They dangled your freedom over your heads after they biogenetically killed 5% of the country. They made you wait for 600, 1,200. $1,400 of your own money to hush you up just as you almost crossed the poverty line and made you feel appreciated. They whipped you into mind control and made you need them. Now you need a vaccine. Soon you won't be able to get or keep your job without it or travel. This was all prophesied. Wake up. We chose you to make difficult decisions for our children. We chose you to make decisions that would be in our children's best interest and forcing five, six, seven, eight, and nine-year-old little children to cover their noses and their mouths where they breathe for seven hours a day, every day for the last nine months for a virus that you know doesn't affect them. But it's April 15th, 2021, and it's time. Take these masks off of my child. We laughed when we heard it from our ancestors that one day you might have to stand up against tyranny, but we never asked at which point. Without your consent, now they have taken control of your movement, your schedule, your business, your religious expressions, and now your ability to say anything about it that isn't approved. You may think this is premature or call me crazy, but I'd rather you call me crazy and stay free than stay silent and risk seeing my family on their knees. Look this government and these corporations in the eye and tell them you can't come any further. Defend your rights or you won't have them tomorrow. It's time to speak truth without fear. And people say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. I do. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I I go, no. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if you're, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. 
Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. But there's a uh, lot of jobs that will tell you you need to have this. Well, that's what's but starting to happen now. People are worried about them doing it for their children. And we talked about this earlier, yeah. there's the, 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 that you might have to have your, your children vaccinated. And, you know, I can tell you as someone who's both, both my children got the, va- the, the virus, it was nothing. I mean, I hate to say that if someone's children died from this, I'm very sorry that that happened. I'm not, I'm not in any way diminishing that. But I'm saying the personal experience that my children had with COVID was nothing. One of the kids had a headache. The other one didn't feel good for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, not feel good. Like, mm, like no, no big deal. No coughing. Right. No, no, no achy. No, like in agony. There was none of that. It was very mild. It was, it was akin to them getting a cold. Yeah, and you can have this thing where it's like you were saying this virtue signaling and this kind of like theatrical display of I get the vaccine, what a good person I am, I care about everyone. But you're like, look, my daughter's a lot younger than your kids, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not injecting my daughter with something to fucking virtue signal. Like, I'm not doing that. If there's something that she's of no risk, statistically has no risk from, I'm sorry, I'm not taking any experiment uh, on her in that. And that's that's my attitude. But it's amazing that that's controversial. Yeah. That even saying that I'm not going to inject my child with the vaccine is controversial. Yeah. It's crazy. Because, again, we are not talking about even the flu that we just found out killed 22,000 people last year. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about something that is not statistically dangerous for children. But yeah. yet people still want you to get your child vaccinated, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, you should be vaccinated if you are vulnerable. Hello, everyone. This is Renette Senums. Chew on this. Thank you so very much for being here. Some of the viewers, you're already out there. We see you. You have uh, been commenting already. Very anxious to see and hear the latest from the renowned Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who is with me today. And so I'm going to bring Sherry here on the screen. Hello, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Thank you so very much for being here once again. You betcha. So we, uh, a few months ago, uh, actually in January, did a, an interview, and that interview has gone absolutely viral, uh, information regarding the um, COVID inoculations. We don't call them vaccinations because that's not what they are. And since then, you and I have been talking quite a bit, and what you had mentioned to me is that you've been, of course, every single day and night, you're doing further research as more information comes out and so on. And you want to make sure that you are very clear on what these vaccinations do and what they don't do, as well as some of the results um, that we are seeing with individuals, uh, including some injuries and some deaths. So why don't I just let you take it from here? And why don't you talk to me uh, about the latest information and any, anything that you want to add um, for our viewers to, to hear today? Well, I think that each, when did we exactly do that interview? It was in January. <laughs> It seems like it was day before yesterday. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, time time just runs. You know, sometimes I'll sit down and I'll look at the clock and it'll be like 10 minutes to the top of the hour. And I'll go, great. I got time to walk in the kitchen, get a cup of coffee and come back. And it'll be like 15 minutes. How did that happen? <laughs> so it's like this time slippage thing. So anyway, since that time... As you know, I continually read voraciously on this. I'm constantly digging deeper and deeper into the science, and it's become more of a conversation piece. In fact, I just did a a, a big interview for a documentary just before I came on with you. And 
you know, one of the questions was, what are the good, what are the good, what is one of the good things that's come out of this COVID scam? And I would say that one of the very, there are several in my opinion. One is that people are paying more attention now than ever before. They're paying attention to what they're, what the powers that be are trying to do to us and cram down our throats. They're paying attention to this whole concept of vaccines and vaccination, which nobody's paid attention to in the last 20 years that I've been doing this. Very few. Only people that would pay attention and wake up are after they've had a travesty, right. after they've had a child or a family member that's been injured. Right. Um, we, we're actually finding who our tribe is. We're finding who our like-minded people are that we can have community with and that we can can start to do things uh, together and maybe build a parallel society outside of this nonsense. Mm -hmm. um, I think that people are um, are really trying to understand science maybe better than what they ever had before. Mm -hmm. So when we did this interview in January, I mean, since that time, <coughs> excuse me, I've done another, oh gosh, I spend, just so people know, and if you didn't hear who, you know, before, I've been doing, um, I've been exploring problems associated with vaccines since, since September of 2000 and logged well, 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 far past 40,000 hours of my time now that have been investigating and reading the scientific literature. And the demand on my time has gotten to be so big that the only thing left to go is sleep. <laughs> and, and I can tell you that the vast majority, probably four to five days a week, I'm going to bed between three and four o'clock in the morning, getting up between seven and eight. Mm -hmm. And so I, you see these little weary, sleepy eyes. There's a reason for that. I can verify that <laughs> as far as your busyness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so since that time, I have mapped out, I started out by, when we did this interview before, I said seven mechanisms of injury. And we actually only talked about two or three. Mm -hmm. Well, since then I've come, I've discovered 10. Wow. And I believe there's probably more. And it's just a matter, a sheer matter of time to be able to go through and dig down on more things. In fact, I just found another one day before yesterday. And so uh, it's in my per personal and professional opinion, which I still have First Amendment rights to say, that this is a very well-designed killing machine. You know, the people that designed this are, are smart they have trillions of dollars at their disposal. They can hire the best and the brightest everywhere. They can do, they have lots of years of research that they can pull upon because many of these articles that I pull out are having anywhere from 20 to 50 footnoted references. So this is not information that's hidden. It's not information that's not readily available to the powers that be, you know, in their nefarious plans. So they know, they know, they know exactly what they're doing. And one of the things I want to go through with, so people who hadn't heard that before was new to the science. And I'm not sure if this will actually show. Let me try this and see if this will show. Can you, can this actually, does this actually show up? It does. You can, uh, you can back up a little bit and now up a little bit. There you go. Look at that. Okay. <clears throat> so this is a, what actually happens, which normally happens in your body all day long. We make, proteins. Let me see. I can just, can you there see you it? Yep, can you see it like that? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Okay. So you, we make proteins all day long and this is how our body normally makes proteins. You take a DNA and through a process called transcriptase, you make messenger RNA. You use an enzyme called reverse transcriptase. 
I, um, I, before when I said that the messenger RNA made the, or the tra reverse transcriptase use messenger RNA to make the protein, mm -hmm. I'm correcting that. I'm correcting that. Because when you read the medical literature, it talks about the messenger RNA taking over your body's machinery. Well, mm -hmm. the machinery that it actually takes over is something called a ribosome. So mm -hmm. you have DNA. It's a one-way process using this enzyme called reverse transcriptase to make messenger RNA. And what is messenger RNA? But it's a replication of the DNA. And it goes forth into your cells literally with a recipe. And Raise it up a tiny bit, Sherry. There you go. Thank okay. You. It, it literally makes it literally is encoded, and that's the language it uses. It's literally encoded with a recipe. And that recipe is to build a protein. So this is a one-way street, one-way street, and it goes over and makes a messenger RNA, which then uses your ribosomes as the factory through a process called translation to make a protein. That protein then goes out into your circulation and can be used for a variety of things. Your body may be making proteins to heal if you've been injured or if you've had surgery. It may be making uh, proteins that are, that are building blocks for your hormones or for your immune system. So this is a normal process that happens all day long. And this is a one-way street. And when you make this protein, one of, one of the things that can happen, it can go out here, cellular utilization, or if that protein was made abnormally through this process called transfection, that protein can get reincorporated back into your DNA. And quite frankly, that's one of the many mechanisms of how your body develops cancer cells because mm. it puts this protein back in here so that the next round of messenger RNA is made. This has been permanently changed and you start to create abnormal messages. Oh. Those abnormal messages become proteins. And that's just, this is normal immunology. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is a normal process that happens all day long. We use this enzyme. And so when the people that say, you know, oh, all you crazy people, the messenger RNA doesn't affect the DNA. They are correct. It does not. It happens by an intermediary when it makes the protein that can come back here and affect the DNA. So this is normal. This is what's happening. It's how we repair our bodies. It's how we, how we create different things. So this is what happens. Well, tell me where you can see this. That's good right there. Okay. So this is what happens when you get injected mRNA, mRNA, which comes from the Pfizer shot and the Corona shot or the Moderna shot. So you've got messenger RNA that's already been encoded with a specific recipe on it in using the CRISPR technology and in the laboratory. They create this messenger RNA that has a specific recipe on it that they want to make a spike protein. That little piece of messenger RNA synthetically made in a laboratory is really unstable. If they just directly injected the messenger RNA into a body, the body would go, it's a little weird piece of protein. Let's get rid of it. It'd be gone in, in no time. So they wrap it around this coating of lipid. It's a thick lipid coating. Think about it like they put it inside of a tennis ball. Mm -hmm. And that thick coating on the outside of the tennis ball, there's th in the Pfizer shot, there's three different pro uh, lipid proteins. I'm sorry, in the, in the Moderna shot, there's three different proteins. In the Pfizer shot, there's four. 
So that thick coating around the, on the, around the outside of it protects that messenger RNA from changing its pattern, changing its recipe, or from being degraded once it's injected inside of your cell. Those little lipid protein coatings that make up that tennis ball have never been injected into human beings before. So if you think about it, if anybody has experience with like, remembers like from high school chemistry, you can have three completely inert ingredients sitting on a, on a bench, do nothing. But you mix all three of them together in a test tube. The test tube can bubble and bubble and explode. So we don't know what happens when that gets injected inside of our body, if there's one individually or two or three. And we certainly have done no synergistic toxicity on this. We assume that it's inert. Because on, on the outside of that tennis ball now, like what we're talking about here on the outside of the tennis ball is a, a, they put a, 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 the best way to describe it is like a shellac coating around the outside of it. Mm -hmm. And that coating is polyethylene glycol. Now I took a real sense that we spoke the last time, Renette, I took a real deep dive into investigating polyethylene glycol because we were hearing all of these people in the UK having anaphylactic shock. Mm -hmm. And many people were saying they thought it was due to the polyethylene glycol. So I thought, well, I wonder if that's true. So I did a lot of research and pulled up a lot of papers about it. <clears throat> polyethylene glycol was discovered, I'm going to say, in the, in the late 1960s. And by 1970, they had decided that it was an inert molecule and they started using it everywhere. Mm. And and it's in chemicals, it's in cosmetics, it's in food, it's in industrial products, it's in a lot of injectable medications. So over that period of time since the 1970s, many people have been sensitized to polyethylene glycol. Mm. And polyethylene glycol is a chemical that can go in and bind to your proteins. So when that chemical binds to a protein, now that looks like an abnormal protein and your body can make an antibody to that complex. So it pre-sensitizes you to, you've got an antibody, which shows you're having an allergic and a reaction to that. That antibody then pre-sensitizes you when you get the tennis ball injected that's coated around the outside with the shellac called polyethylene glycol. So you're pre-sensitized causing all, I think, a lot of the allergic reactions where we see people's arms all red and swollen, people that are going into anaphylactic shock, things that are having shock, you know, sort of like anaphylaxis, severe allergic reactions because they've been presensitized. Now, how many much of the population is presensitized? Well, the articles that I read said that from originally back in the 1970s when they first started using this, they thought that about 0.2% of the population was sensitive to polyethylene glycol. They now say, depending on which paper you read, between 70 and 72% of the population has antibodies unbeknownst to them to polyethylene glycol. So those people that don't know they have that antibody and have been sensitized to this over the course of their lifetime get either a Pfizer or Moderna shot. They are at greatly increased risk of severe allergic reactions immediate type reactions, like either immediately or within the first four to five days because of the pre-sensitivity to the polyethylene glycol. So that's mechanism of injury number one of how this shot can kill you is by anaphylaxis. 
So let's go take a little bit further with my diagram. Tell me when that looks right. Is that okay? Good. You see that? Yeah. So we're 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 taking the messenger RNA that's been pre-coded with a recipe to make a spike protein. We're wrapping it in that lipid coating, putting the shellac around the outside of it and injecting it as a shot. And then this opens up like a little eggshell and deposits the messenger RNA inside pre-made, pre-encoded, pre-predetermined to make a spike protein. So then that messenger RNA runs through the ribosome factory. Through this process, the ribosomes translate the, the, the recipe and create the spike protein. Now from there, that spike protein, three things can happen with that spike protein. One of the things that can happen with the spike protein is that it can um, go on the outside of the cell and glob onto the outside of your cells, which then makes it, um, it just can glob to the outside of the cells. That's really important. The second thing that can, that can actually do is that the spike protein can, with that, whoops, where'd you go? With, the, with that same process, so it can glob onto the outside of your cells and become in chemistry and immunology what they call a haptin. And a haptin is the thing that sets you up for future re allergic re reactions. So the spike protein can glob onto the, that's the first thing. The second thing, by the same process that we talked about before, that spike protein through this process of transfection can get reincorporated into your own personal DNA. So again, when all the naysayers say, oh, you guys are just crazy, the messenger RNA doesn't do anything to affect the DNA because this is a one-way process, they are correct. It is this translational process after the protein's been made that that gets incorporated back into our DNA. But the third thing that the spike protein does, and more importantly and more nefariously, is the spike protein then goes out into your, into your circulation and you start to make antibodies to the spike protein that they call them anti-spike antibodies. And for those that are listening, that's important to remember. You may want to jot that down somewhere that just says, and the way that they write that down in the medical literature, they write anti-S, capital S, dash antibody. So it's anti, so if you see that somewhere, that's what that is. Anti-spike antibody. It's the antibody. And the whole point of this exercise, the whole point of any vaccination that's that's in, into your body is that you inject something to create an antibody. Mm -hmm. Now, that what makes this different, what makes those other shots different, like MMR and chickenpox and measles and shingles and all that, is the type of antibody that is made is called a neutralizing antibody. So the next time chickenpox floats through the neighborhood, it globs hold of it and neutralizes it. Well, these antibodies are a little bit different. And they also have different characteristics that they can attack your own organs. So the anti-spike antibody, one of the, the direct adverse things that it can do is, again, I'm going to explain it again like I did on our first video. If you think about an antibody, if you were to draw that on a piece of paper, think about it being a capital Y. Mm -hmm. It's a capital Y. And the top two arms are called the FAB fragments, like Frank Appleberry. 
FAB fragments, these two arms, and they're the ones that grab hold of the, of the antigen. They're the ones that grab hold of the messenger RNA or of the spike protein or of the measles virus or whatever. That's what they do. And the stem of your Y down here at the bottom, that's called the FAC fragment, like Frank Apple Charlie. And once it grabs hold of an antigen, what this antibody does is it goes over and attaches to a like an eosinophil or a mast cell or a macrophage or one other type of white blood cell in your body to neutralize it and gobble it up, make it go away. That's normal. That's what's supposed to happen. Okay. But this spike protein acts differently. In fact, what it can actually do is that it can actually attack many of your cells in your own body. It can attack, uh, there was a study that was done in January by um, Amuto Sciences Lab. So what they did is they said, well, we just wonder if this antibody made to the coronavirus, to the, excuse me, to the spike protein that is supposed to be on the surface of the SARS-CoV-2 virus is, um, does it, oh, when you make that antibody, does it just like laser guided tr uh, track out that spike antibody? And does it leave everything else alone? Mm -hmm. Or does it also attack other things? So what they did is they did an experiment where they had, they, they set up what in, in, in the lab, they call them little wells. They're little superficial dishes. And they put all of these serums in them to 50 different, 55 different tissue types. 55 different tissue types. And then they dropped a little serum that had the anti-spike antibody on each one of those tissue types. And what they found was that 28 out of the 55 tissue types were attacked by that antibody. So there's 28 different tissues in your body that can be attacked by the antibody that they're wanting you to create ostensibly to keep you from developing SARS-CoV-2 infections. What tissues are those? Um, well, let me see. I can tell you exactly what they are. I mean, one, some of the ones that, that, are, that I know from the top of my head are there are oligodendrocytes, which means that those are neurological tissues. Let me just pull up the article because I got it bookmarked right here somewhere. Here it is. Um, <clears throat> nope, that's not it. And when you say neurological um, tissues, would that be the reason why we're seeing all these tremors, these cases of tremors? Exactly. That's right? exactly why it is. Let me see. Let me get the right one up here. I've got, I've got so many tabs open on my computer, on my Chrome. It's a wonder my machine even works at all. I mean, seriously. So here's the study. Um, I wonder if I can do this. Let me pull this over here. And would that also be the cause of Bell's palsy happening as well? No, Bell's palsy would be it's attacking it's attacking a nerve. nerve. It's actually attacking a nerve. So um, let me see. Oh, I want to do this right. So give me just a second to do this. Um, yes, here it is. This is the one. Let me bring this over here. Let me put this over here. I'm going to try to see if I can set this up so I can share my screen and show people. It may, or may, it may or may not work. But anyways, the tissue types that are attacked, we found that the SARS-CoV-2 antibodies had reactions with 28 out of 50 types of tissues. And 
the most, the ones that they crossed, it, they cited, they went from mild reactions to severe reactions. And the most common ones that they contact, that the, the ones that were the um, most aggressive mm -hmm. were uh, ones that were neurological. Let me see right here. 28 antigens were diverse collection of tissue groups that included gut and barrier proteins, gastrointestinal cells, thyroid, nervous system, the heart, joint, skin, muscle, mitochondria, and liver, and antigens used for screening autoimmune diseases. So the most, the most profound ones, the strongest reactions, were ones found in the brain, ones found in your immune system, and ones that were found in your pancreas. Wow. So what that means is that this, we know from, a, I know from another study, from a different study, which is mechanism, so mechanism number two is that these antibodies can have a direct interaction with up to 28 different tissues in your body. And the one that is really a strong reaction is mitochondria. And mitochondria are your little organelles that cause you to have energy. And I personally think that these antibodies, when they attack your mitochondria, one of the main symptoms people are having is profound fatigue. Right. Is, is because these antibodies have globbed onto their mitochondria and they can't produce energy. So that's, so I mean. But I have a, this is a part one, it's gonna be a part two. And I wanted to put a clip of my friend because she has some really valid points about the shot as well. And I want you guys to hear and I want you to check out her podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. I know I'd be all over the place, <laughs> but these messages are for someone. And I love the fact that one day I will not be here. I will begin my next journey of continued energy but my voice will remain and everything that I shared and my energy through this, these podcasts. And that just brings me joy. And it's 222, 222. Um, I've been seeing a lot of, me and my cousin have been seeing a lot of, matter of fact, let me text her. We've been seeing a lot of numbers. She usually beat me to it. Um, but I do thank you so much for listening. There's a million podcasts out there. You chose to listen to this one. I will never, ever, ever take choice away from someone. I'm simply just sharing you are, you know, a sound adult that have made amazing choices in your life thus far. I have no doubt that you'll continue to make better choices. In fact, we all make better choices with wisdom and age. But hopefully I shared something with you that maybe you didn't know. Um, maybe this can give you a new perspective. Maybe you can expand your mind a little bit more. But I don't want nobody to change me. Nobody can't change me. So that's never my point for anyone else. Um, I love free will and I'd be damned if anyone take it from me. But thank you for listening. Um, if no one told you today that they love you, I love you. Um, protect your energy, protect your space. Be you. Um, keep your energy and your frequency high because some of the stuff they send out is to drop your frequency. And when your frequency is low, you're more susceptible to sicknesses and illness. And I can attest to that. When I'm sad, down and out, boom, everything else that can happen is coming because that door was open. So I usually try to stay my happy, cheerful self, and I'm still um, learning how to manage that. I know I have my crystal job, but I'm learning about my chakras, and I'm going to do my, when I'm finished with my chakras, I'm going to do my Reiki, 
healing and i just have so much more stuff to share with y'all like life is so interesting if i didn't work i would just be reading and sharing it this is what i would do all day if i didn't have to work like this is just me like learning and sharing learning and sharing learning and sharing learning and i'm not even getting paid for this podcast so i do it because i i absolutely love it so thank y'all for listening i hope you have a better than great day take care bye hey love and welcome to the love mish podcast i am your host mish there are a billion people in the world and i'm just one of them and welcome to my podcast where i'll share my thoughts opinions and ramblings and sometimes i'll have guests and no subject is off limit so let the conversation begin me go me me it's the misha podcast hey go me me go me me Thanks a billion for listening. You can reach me on other social media platforms at www.linktr.ee forward slash L-U-V dot M-E-E-S-H. I hope you have a better than great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Mwah. Bye. Go me me. It's the Misha podcast. Hey. Go me me. Go me me.